Hello again, running friends. It's James here again, and I'm back with another one of my daily running podcasts. Now, being a sports rehab therapist, working solely with runners, one question I'm asked fairly frequently is, what can I do as a runner to maintain my fitness while I'm injured? Also, what can I do in terms of my training to perhaps take a little bit of load off my body yet still keep exercising daily and maintaining a good degree of fitness. So one great answer around both of those questions is to actually get in the pool. And I'm not talking about swimming, I'm talking about aqua jogging. Call it aqua jogging, call it water running, whatever you want to call it. But getting in the pool can be a fantastic way of maintaining your fitness when you're injured, can be a fantastic way of squeezing in another high-intensity session in your training week without actually putting your body through the same impact as you would do when you're running out on the pavement or even on the trail. And it's just a fantastic option for so many of us, particularly those who are perhaps a little bit more prone to injury. So a lot of us, when we think about aqua jogging, we think about kind of the the awkward and cumbersome um, barriers, if you like, to entry when it comes to having to have an aqua jogging belt. Of course, that is one way of doing this, and I'll I'll leave a link, uh, an Amazon link, to where you can buy an aqua jogging belt belt if you're interested. They literally look like a um, kind of life-preserving belt that you strap around your waist, and it adds a bit of buoyancy. It gives you a bit of buoyancy in the water and helps you, particularly when you're jogging in deep water, helps you maintain a certain degree of buoyancy and keep your head above water so you can work hard. But it's not just deep water running that constitutes aqua jogging. You can also work towards the shallower end of the pool where you've still got your, where you're still in your depth. You can still touch the bottom and you can actually use the degree of depth of the water to actually give you differing amounts of support. So if we think about aqua jogging and the reason why as runners it's a good option is because the water's supporting your body weight. Now, when you're out of your depth and you're either using an aqua jogging belt or you're not, you've got a degree of buoyancy, either assisted or inherently within us, that you can tap into and use and you're literally being supported by the water in its entirety. You're not experiencing any kind of impact from the ground whatsoever because you're not touching the ground. And you can work... Again, form is important, so it's not just a case of treading water any which way. Um, It's good to try and mimic running form when it comes to the workouts that you do in the water, and you're upright in the water, getting your arms and legs pumping for a certain amount of time. We can talk about the, the details of the sessions in a second. But when you're not just working in deep water, you can also work in your depth and think about the level to which the water comes up and I usually the the most shallow I'll get people aqua jogging is at around belly button level but the deeper you get into the water the more the water is going to be supporting your body weight and that should be fairly logical you know as soon as you go from belly button level up to around about nipple level all of a sudden you've gone from a position where there's less of your there's less of your body in the water to more of your body in the water and therefore that water is going to be supporting you that little bit more the deeper you go so you can actually take it from a point where when you're jogging at belly button level you're getting a little bit more impact still much less than you'd get when you're out pounding the pavements 
And then when you're getting closer to kind of nipple level, that's where you're getting a, a little bit less impact from the ground and you're putting less stress through the system from ground upwards. So think ankles, knees, hips, etc., as well as obviously the soft tissues, not just the joints, um, because you're getting that support from the water. So we can kind of graduate the amount of support we're getting to the degree as well that there are um, treadmills out there that sometimes you see quite often you see videos going around of elite athletes using underwater treadmills where you literally you get into the treadmill they'll shut the door behind you fill the treadmill up or in some cases they are um, they're embedded or lowered into swimming pools where again you can work on a treadmill in the pool itself that's a bit extreme that's a bit far down the down the end of the spectrum for most of us um and actually i was talking to a runner the other day who is a who's very keen a very keen horse rider and they also have the same thing in the equine world as well so again treadmill running underwater is a thing when rehabbing horses evidently i didn't know that but it's very interesting so yeah it's something which primarily is fantastic for offloading the amount of weight you're bearing as you're running because the way of the way in which the water supports you, but also the water gives you a degree of pressure. So you've felt this, no doubt, if you've tried to dive down to the deep end of the swimming pool, or indeed if you've done any you know, proper diving out in the um, out in the ocean. The deeper you go, the more pressure you experience, and that's literally the weight of the water bearing down on you. Now, when you're in the water and your weather you're fully immersed or whether you're immersed to belly button level, nipple level, whatever whatever you've decided to go to, the water creates that little bit of pressure on your body, which gives you this kind of massaging effect. And from a re- recovery point of view and a reduction of swelling point of view, as long as there's, as long as there's no reason why you shouldn't be in the pool. So obviously if you've got kind of post-operative open wounds, things like that, you want to avoid the swimming pool. But if we're just dealing with something like, I don't know, a sprained ankle, then actually getting into the water, doing some aqua jogging could be fantastic, not only for maintaining your fitness, but also dealing with some of the swelling around that ankle because of the hydrostatic pressure from the water. So definitely something worth considering, definitely something worth looking at. Uh, And if you're in doubt, of course, ask your physio. Now, one thing I wanted to look at, not just in terms of talking about the um, the what's and why's when it comes to aqua jogging is also the how. So there are various different ways in which obviously you can approach sessions in the pool. For me, what I have found a little bit harder in the past, just like treadmill running, mentally harder is steady state. Okay, maintaining, let's say 40 minutes, steady state aqua jogging in the pool. That's something that I have just struggled with um, from a, a concentration point of view, a boredom point of view, all those sorts of things. Again, also being you know, a bigger a bigger guy, and um, you know, I don't personally see myself as being particularly buoyant, um, I find it quite hard to maintain what should be a fairly easy effort level, especially when I'm out of my depth. I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about when I'm in my depth here, but when I'm out of my depth, um, keeping the effort easy for 40 minutes, quite quickly, I'm working pretty hard. So what I've found far more effective is actually to do something more like six times five minutes. Okay, so it begins to look a little bit more like um, a kind of a long interval session. And again, you can give yourself plenty of recovery. So again, either getting out or swimming to the side and supporting yourself. But six times five minutes, 
with um, two minutes recovery, three minutes recovery in between, depending on how hard you're working, is a great session that you can start with. You can then extend that out or shorten that down and work shorter, harder intervals, you know, just in the same way that you'd start to work with uh, an interval session if you're actually out trackside or out in the park, etc. You can use the same kind of parameters in terms of how hard you're working, how much rest you're giving yourself, um, and, and sets and reps, etc. I'd much rather work short, hard bursts in the water and treat it as a way of getting a high intensity session in with very little stress on the body, rather than taking myself into the pool and trying to do a 40 minute steady state aqua jog. That for me, mentally, too much. Physically, again, fine on the body, very, very much easier than going out for a 40 minute run full stop in terms of the pounding you give your body. But I just find trying to maintain that in the water is just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's too monotonous from my point of view. So I'd be really interested for those of you who are looking at finding another way of either maintaining fitness while you're injured or finding a way of squeezing in another high intensity session in your week without wanting to go and perhaps put a lot of stress on your knees, a lot of stress on your hips, a lot of stress on your shins perhaps. This would be a great op- a great option for you and I'd love to hear how you get on if you do decide to try it. So do let me know. In fact, you can get in touch over on Twitter. So that's at KineticRev on Twitter. Same on Instagram, same on Facebook. And if you're enjoying these daily running podcasts, then please do let me know. Head on over to the iTunes store, leave a rating, leave a review. I'd love to know what's on your mind. In fact, those reviews help me out far, far more than you probably realize when it comes to helping, you know, helping grow this podcast. This is episode 50. I'm literally halfway now through this first 100 episodes, um, which is a challenge that I set myself. And I'm really enjoying putting content out there on the podcast daily. So thank you to everybody who has shared a review, who has got into contact on, uh, on, on social media, and in fact, asked a question as well. You know, if you've got any questions that you'd like me to address here on the podcast, do get in touch. Do let me know and I'd be really happy to answer your question. Right, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Enjoy your running if you're running this weekend. Have a good one. Bye now.